The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marsha Zeidel, the Smart Moves Coach. Here's a quote from Albert Einstein. He said, People love chopping wood. In this activity, one immediately sees results. As a Smart Moves Coach, I won't help you chop wood, but I will help you make the right leadership and business moves to immediately see results. Realize, good intentions don't magically lead to good results. What does is focused action, alignment, and accountability. That means getting on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now, a quick smart moose treat to rev up your talent growth engine. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Smart hiring, knowing the candidate is qualified. I just been promoted to a supervisor in a call center and I'm responsible for hiring. What are the best questions to ask when interviewing call center workers? That was a question from one of the Business Edge listeners. Here's what I told her. First, be very clear on what you're looking for. And that depends on whether the person will be taking orders incoming and therefore the emphasis is on the candidate's customer service skills or truly attempting to sell a product, outcalling, that requires a high level of selling skills. Each requires not only a different skill set, but a different mindset. An order taker needs to have good listening skills and then be able to react quickly and accurately to a complaint or request. To assess a candidate's customer service skills, the ability to relate to and ultimately satisfy the caller, here are some sample questions. Tell me about your most difficult call and how you handled it. How do you prevent that kind of call from influencing the way you handle the next caller? Give an example when you have gone beyond what normally would be expected to meet the needs of a caller. Now, in contrast, the salesperson needs 
not only to develop rapport with the caller, but also to influence his or her behavior, (coughs) to say yes, to buy, to assess a candidate's sales ability, here are some sample questions. (coughs) What steps do you take to prepare for a sales call? What strategies have you used to get an understanding of the customer's needs? Tell me about your most difficult sale or most challenging customer and how did you handle it? Second, listen carefully and assess their qualifications based on, first, the skill fit. Can this person do the job that they are interviewing for? Second, the motivation fit. Does the person have the traits and desires to effectively do the job? And three, and this is really important, the company culture fit. Does the person have the same values or work style that would fit into the way we do things around here? So here's a smart moose tip. The effectiveness of your hiring process impacts the effectiveness of your company. A new hire that does not fit the position will be difficult to develop, will perform poorly, and more likely leave, resulting in a need to repeat the process. As Jack Welsh, the former CEO of GE, said, All we can do is bet on the people we pick. So my whole job is picking the right people. Listeners, how well are you picking the right people? Do you want to rev up your talent growth engine? Let me show you how. Get 40 great interviewing questions to help you hire eagles that soar. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. On the theme of smart hiring is my guest today and sponsor of the Business Edge, David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling, a Dallas-based talent management firm. He will provide insights into an increasingly important issue to businesses and communities across the nation. That is, transitioning military veterans into the civilian workforce. He will explain some of the challenges our veterans experience and how to create solutions that provide huge huge dividends for our veterans, for our companies, and ultimately for our nation. David is responsible for all of the company's strategic and operational initiatives throughout over 100 offices nationwide. His guidance and deep knowledge of the workforce industry has allowed Snelling to continue to be the leader in human capital initiatives for over 60 years. Welcome, David. It's a delight to have you on the show. Hello, Marcia. I'm uh, thrilled to, uh, to be part of the show today. And again, thank you. Um, We've had David on before, and now he's going to be talking about a very important and uh, crucial uh, topic uh, in today's economy. So, uh, David, what caused Snelling to take such an interest in helping military veterans transition into the private sector? 
Thanks, Marcia. I, we we are just excited about uh, uh, talking about this topic and a chance to uh, talk to your listeners about what we've been doing in that space. Uh, it it really started with a, a just a genuine desire to, uh, like a lot of companies and individuals, uh, you know, with, with the the internet being what it is, I think we've all gained a uh, uh, a great deal of knowledge. Uh, of what's going on with all of our veterans coming back from overseas. It's just an unprecedented time. There's, uh, I think, over a million individuals getting uh, reabsorbed into the U.S. workforce coming back from overseas. And, and I think unlike some of the, some of the prior uh, uh, overseas military engagements, I think people have learned from that and, and really do uh, feel a responsibility to do the right thing. Uh, and and we're, all, we're all really part of that. Uh, um, so that was really the overriding uh, uh, reason. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it really, uh, at a secondary level, and, and really kind of as part of this overall theme, our, our clients were coming to us saying, you know, we, we feel that sense of civic pride and, and responsibility, and, and, but we're, we're struggling with how to do it. And can you, can you help us? And, and uh, so we did some research and, and uh, dug into it a bit and talked with our clients. And it really came down to a, a couple of uh, uh, key things that, that uh, were preventing them from exercising what they really wanted to do. And, and you know, one was just, just simply, uh, you know, knowledge. Uh, you know, how do you do this? Um, mm-hmm. It's a great idea, but when you get into it and try to, try to start exercising, um, that that responsibility it, it it's it's a little more difficult than than what it might seem and so um, you know I I I think what beyond the civic duty though the the clients were telling us you know well, I'm struggling with it but I I really need to do it there are particular government mandates out there for mm-hmm. those that interact with the or do business with the government that require you to hire uh, veterans um, I you know honestly I haven't heard any client. Uh, and, and we talk to clients and work with clients across every industry uh, uh, that you could think of. And without without uh, uh, an exclusion, you know, they all all said, "Yes, we have this mandate, but you know, we want to do this anyway." The challenge is we don't know how to do it. So there are some government mandates kind of driving it, but that wasn't the primary uh, motivation. And you know, I I, I think it it quickly became just a, a truly an element of you know. Companies simply needing great people, and when you really started to talk about the mm-hmm. uh, value of the the candidates and the quality of the candidates coming out of the military, uh, our, our clients even got more excited. Um, you know, they they, they saw that uh, if we could really figure this out, we could fill a lot of those uh, open positions that we're having such a hard time filling. And, and so you get into a little bit of the selfish side of this, too. Uh, you know, we're in the business of helping companies uh, fill those positions, whether it be on, a, on a, uh, uh, an outsource basis or a, a more direct, uh, either a contract to hire or even a, a direct hire sort of a basis. Whatever the situation that makes sense for the client, you know, our job is to, to get that done and get it done with a quality person and someone that you mentioned in your opening comments, it, it's it's you know, it's very costly, as we all know, for there to be turnover. And, right. and if, if I could get this right with a military uh, individual, they typically have a lot of loyalty and a lot of discipline. And, and uh, those tend to be very high-quality candidates. So um, those were some of, the, uh, some of the primary motivators. And so now, because we just have a couple more minutes, um, 
How um, are you uniquely positioned to help military veterans in this transition? Tell, tell us a little bit about that. You bet. Um, so we, we, we have about 100 offices uh, across the country, and through that we really get a local sort of almost a personal uh, level of interaction with both our clients and our candidates. And, and I think that, that brings a, a great deal of ad- advantage when we talk to individual veterans because it's, it's a, you can imagine, especially those that have been in the military and that's really the only job that they've <laughs> yeah. known, um, yeah. suddenly they're coming back and, and a lot of times they're coming back on somewhat short notice and, um, they really don't know what to do, and, and there are a number of organizations that are, are, are trying to help, but it's a pretty fragmented space, so it can be pretty frustrating for a veteran to uh, really get the help they need. So I, I think with our uh, scope of offices and uh, the knowledge that we've gained working with our clients on this, you know, we, we can really, really uh, sit down with them and uh, help them sort of think about, you know, I was a... Um, you know, I was a, um, uh, you know, a particular type of individual. I worked in weapons systems, for example, <laughs> in the military. You know, what on earth would a, would a, uh, a, a client or a, uh, an employer uh, need someone that has that skill? And, and I think we can sit down and say, well, here, here, here are the things that underlie that. You know, you, you worked with a very complex uh, weapons system, so you really have a, have a lot of skill with technology, for example. So we can help them translate a little bit those skill sets into uh, language that an employer uh, can understand. You know, I, I think, uh, so what we're really talking about here is, is uh, you know, doing, doing some education. Uh, you know, and it even starts with not feeling uh, concerned about even talking about the fact that they're a veteran. And you know, we, we get a lot of applications every uh, week uh, into our systems across the country, and and we get a lot of people that don't even answer the question about whether they're a veteran or not. So if if we can, through our office network, have an interaction with them and give them a level of trust and comfort that, you know, we nor our clients are going to use that against them, just the opposite. We're excited about the fact that they're a veteran, and we want to know that. So when we do uh, uh, make that right placement, create that great fit with a, with a client, we can also help that client, help the veteran, um, you know, work through the onboarding, which can be a little more difficult right. uh, for, for a veteran. So, um, you know, those are some of the things that, um, that you know, I think we can do to help, uh, help our veterans. Well, that's great, and it's really, um, so it's time for a short break on the business edge. This is Marcia Zidel, your Smart Moves coach, and my guest is David Allen, who will continue discussing transitioning veterans into the private sector, and we're going to get into the skills. How do you actually do that? So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G dot com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling and valued sponsor of The Business Edge. Um... He's providing great insights into transitioning military veterans uh, into the civilian workforce. And he talked about, during the first segment, the, the importance of why both why companies need to do this and also how Snelling can help companies do this. But now it's let's get down to the nitty-gritty and the how. So, David, uh, it can be difficult to understand how the skills of someone in the military can translate into the corporate environment. How do you make that leap from skills necessary to be in combat to those necessary in a professional workplace? Well, Marsha, I think that is, uh, as we touched on a little bit in the opening uh, segment, uh, that's, that's probably the biggest uh, uh, issue in uh, entering into this initiative. If, 
the, the desire is, is there many, many times and, and the need as well. But this is the act, you know, how do you do that? And, and uh, you know, I, I think it starts with just an appreciation of uh, what we're talking about here. You know, I mentioned the number over a million uh, men and women are uh, returning home from overseas uh, deployment as we speak. And, and that doesn't count the uh, multitude of uh, experienced veterans that are, that are already back and maybe have some, some existing work experience uh, uh, that are that are out there and and can also be uh, you know great uh, employees, but we're primarily thinking about that large pool that's uh, coming back uh, currently. You know how how do you tap into that? How do you marry up your need for talent with uh, with this great pool of uh, of resources and. And, and as I said before, as we sit down with our clients and start to talk about their general labor needs, uh, you know, uh, they often say, you know, we'd, we'd love to hire some veterans. Uh, uh, and we find out that, you know, they, they probably have a lot of veterans within their midst already uh, that would be great resources to help uh, integrate new veterans into their workforce, but they just haven't thought about it in those uh, ways. And uh, they typically go off and, and start to ask, you know, how many of you, you are veterans? And we just haven't been in an era where that's been celebrated that's in the right. way it is starting yes. to become uh, today. So, yes. um, you know, uh, I, I, think, I think getting to know the skill sets you already have is a mm-hmm. great way to uh, uh, allow yourself to get a little educated on, wow, this person has a military background and they're doing a great job for me in this particular role, um, you know, it really helps helps to get everyone comfortable that, you know, I can do this. I really can do it. So, you know, I think just to get, get into a few of those things that you might be looking for when you're thinking about it, you know, the first is, uh, you know, leadership and, and with mm-hmm. that teamwork. Uh, you know, our veterans have typically led, uh, you know, led colleagues. Um, you know, they've, they've really accepted a lot of direction. They've worked in very tense, uh, pressure-filled environments and, uh, you know, tend to be very thick-skinned. You know, a lot of qualities that uh, allow them to be part of a team. You know, they win together. It's, uh, that's just the, inherently the way they think. Uh, they've been trained that way uh, throughout their military career. So those are just, just foundational uh, right. skills that, that uh, uh, frankly, are, are hard to find uh, with other uh, classes of groups of employees. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and that probably leads right into character, um, right. you know, the, the trust and the dependability. Um, you know, veterans uh, typically, uh, I mean, all of them, uh, certainly they're coming back now, have been through drug screening and been very restricted in what they have access to. And, you know, you're not going to have uh, uh, the issues with fallout from uh, uh, not passing drug screens. So right. you've made this big investment in, in recruiting someone and, uh, you know, they, they end up having a, uh, an issue with uh, uh, drug use, for example. So th- that's a that's a big part, um, you know. Showing just basics like showing up on time. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 we we talk about it, uh, and, and we all know the pain that companies have with just those basics. Of uh, uh, unfortunately, our educational system isn't necessarily producing uh, uh, at a at a broad scale individuals that know uh, uh, know they need to show up on time. So you're not going to have that issue with a with a veteran. And then, you know, I, I talked about it a little bit, but just the structure and the discipline. Right. Uh, you know, you give them a task, they're going to find a way to get it done. Uh, they're they're, they're can-do, get-it-done kind of people, and, and I think that, uh, you know, that is valuable to many, many clients in many, many different uh, different situations. Um, 
so those would be a few of the things I'd, I'd okay. talk about in terms of, uh, you know, just at a high level, the kinds of skills generally that you're going to see. And uh, if you'd like, I could get into some, maybe some more specifics on, um, you know, particular areas of military background that, that do translate pretty well into the civilian uh, world. And I think that's we that I definitely want to uh, move there. Um, and I, I was telling uh, David uh, during the break that uh, last night I went to a networking event and I met someone who um, uh, has left the military and he was in intelligence for twenty years. And you you know that's high level work. And part of his part of his problem or his challenge is that he can't really say too much about what he did uh, because it's national security. But you know, we talked about how do you translate intelligence, what you did as an intelligence officer, to civilian uh, roles. So let's look at the get a little more specific, um, David. You know, there are military skills. So how do you translate them into civilian skills? Can you give a couple examples? You bet. Uh, I'll just comment real quickly on that example. That's a great example. I, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I might just, this just off the cuff on, on your particular example, but, uh, you know, attention to detail would be, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, a critical one. I would think uh, organization would be uh, very critical in that uh, role, potentially uh, something like, you know, project management. Uh, yes, uh, yes. In fact, uh, he just got, uh, he just, uh, got uh, certified in project management. I also said analytical skills as well. He had to analyze a lot of information. So, right. um, so you know, I think um, that's one example um, how about giving some other examples of translating what you did in the military to what you can do um, in the civilian world? You bet. Uh, you know, I, I think it's helpful when you're thinking about uh, this topic to, you know, separate a little bit the uh, uh, primary groups of, of veterans uh, in, into groups. And, and uh, you know, I, I think most of us would do pretty well with, if you think about the officer class, for example, uh, you know, th- those, those tend to be a little more um, what I call common knowledge, a little easier. And quite frankly, <laughs> officers in general, I would say, have a lot easier time just because of the nature of what they do, the you know, more professional kind of a role. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think employers generally uh, do better in, in making that, and veterans, frankly, making that translation. So uh, I'll start over on, you know, sort of the other side, the enlisted uh, groups and, you know, with that sort of the non-commissioned officers uh, as well. So, you know, just... And David, about, I just want to yeah, let you know we have about two or three minutes left. So why don't you focus on that? And maybe when you great. come back from the break, we can go into the officers, okay? That's great. Perfect. Uh, so just a couple of examples, uh, and I think I may have mentioned this one, uh, you know, an arms specialist, so a small arms uh, weapon specialist, uh, you know, that, that, that typically, uh, you know, those individuals typically are experienced at multiple systems and, and you know, the details of how to operate mm-hmm. a, a really what is a, a very, uh, call it a complicated and obviously dangerous piece of equipment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a great example of, uh, you know, this person's going to come up to speed very quickly on a new piece of equipment and understand and, and be focused on exactly, you know, precisely what does that equipment do. When I do step A, there's a reaction from that piece of equipment. They're, they, they're going to be really great at that. Um, 
Um, you know, things like, you know, firearm safety trainers uh, on the military side, uh, obviously they're going to be sensitive to uh, safety, and, and they're likely going to have a, uh, a lot of training and a personality that's going to understand how do you translate critical knowledge from what you know to a, an, another individual and get them proficient and productive at, at what it is. And obviously, we're talking about firearms, so that, that has to be done right. And so they're going to be really sensitive mm-hmm. to doing it right, getting it right. Uh, and, you know, and spotting, you know, if someone's not getting it, they're, they're going to know that and, and they're trained to know that to, so they don't put someone in an in a, uh, unsafe situation. So, you know, those are, those are uh, uh, you know, for those kind of positions that require those kind of skills, uh, you know, Great people, um, you know. Uh, security. I think security is uh, is a great one. Uh, you know, just responding to you know difficult situations. Your uh, uh, your you know, military police. I mean, those are, those translate very well. Um, uh, you know, we find a lot of veterans have responsibility for vast amounts of equipment that are that are extremely expensive. And and while we read stories about uh, you know. Uh, damage happening and very expensive pieces of equipment getting lost. I mean, the reality is that they're, they're, these individuals at a very <laughs> young age are managing vast amounts of equipment, and they're very sensitive to the cost of that equipment and how to maintain it. And, and I think they make great, um, you, know, um, you know, equipment managers and, um, um, you know, just fleet managers, uh, you know, logistics uh, people. So I, just a couple of examples there of, of uh you know, how you can take a military um, focus or, or set of skills and, and look for those underlying attributes that, that, that translate over into the uh, civilian world. And I think you gave, you know, we can talk on and on about this, but I think the important thing is for businesses to realize that veterans bring a wealth of skills, knowledge, and character that will make a com- that will thrive in in a company and in a civilian environment. So on that is time. It's time for a short break on the business edge. This is Marcia Zidel, the Smart Moves Coach, and my guest is David Allen, and he will continue discussing the, the, the transitioning veterans to the private sector. Stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it 
People Plus. And you'll understand why when you give us a call. Call us at 1-800-411-6401 or visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's 1-800-411-6401 or S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1 866 472 5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha's Idol, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling and valued sponsor of The Business Edge. And he's been providing us great insights into transitioning military veterans into the civilian workforce. And at the um, uh, uh, segment before, the focus was on skills. What skills and attributes um, do veterans bring to the employment table? Now we're going to focus on the employer. So, um, David, what makes businesses so receptive to hiring military veterans? Well, I, you know, I think it starts with, uh, we talked at the beginning a little bit about, uh, you know, just the, the foundational parts of that, which, which really uh, focus on, you know, just civic pride and it's the right thing to do. And I think that makes the, the beginning of the conversation uh, uh, very easy. And, and, but, I, but as I mentioned, it, it quickly gets into the, the just need for great talent, and mm-hmm. uh, that allows us to have a conversation about, you know, how veterans can really, uh, really fill that need. And as we start to explore that, we, we, we dig a little bit deeper and, uh, uh, you know, we, we find out that there are a lot of business owners, and, and as I mentioned a few minutes ago, a lot of employees already working in these organizations that w- once they become aware that, that their employer is is interested in uh, you know veterans. Uh, they sort of come to the surface and they want to help and they want to. It, it actually creates some morale benefit just within mm-hmm. your existing workforce. So um, th- those are things that are really uh, neat to see happen and uh, uh, are unexpected a lot of times. 
Um, you know, and, and I think beyond that, then, you, uh, you know, uh, the, the military talent pool is actually a very diverse talent pool. So, uh, you know, companies have, have diversity goals, and, and if, even if they don't have a specific goal, typically they, they understand the value of, uh, you know, the, the uh, variety of ideas that come from a diverse workforce. So this is a great way to uh, meet that, uh, that desire. And, and, you know, we've talked about some of the foundational things that, uh, that veterans bring, so I won't go back into those, but I, I think the, just the quality and uh, the, the value that a veteran brings, uh, those are easy ones. Uh, you know, the federal mandate is, is a factor uh, with companies that do uh, work with, with uh, you know, the, the, uh, the government. Um, they do have to uh, prove that they've hired that, that number of veterans, so that's helpful. You know, and, and then you get into some of the, you know, financial aspects of it. Uh, and, and many companies, especially our, our, our mid-sized companies that, you know, don't uh, always have all the resources they need to pursue an initiative like this are, are pleasantly surprised uh, to hear uh, that, you know, on top of all the other great things that come with uh, hiring veterans, uh, typically, certainly a returning veteran has a relocation benefit from the government uh, where they can get relocated uh, really anywhere they'd like to go uh, at, on the cost of the or on the on the uh, dime of the taxpayer. So that's a real neat benefit. Uh, and, and typically, you know, veterans are, are willing to relocate. Uh, uh, a lot of times they want to get back to a community that they, uh, they've known, uh, but they don't always start out there. So they may be uh, uh, stationed in, let's say, Virginia or one of the, one of the places around the nation that, uh, mm-hmm. that veterans come back to. And uh, this is a way to, you know, they can get relocated. So a lot of companies we find just look within their, their local area for candidates, and we're able to, to sort of bring this other um, uh, geography into play and, and, and do that without exposing the company to a relocation cost. It, you know, I, I think uh, uh, many are probably aware that there are tax credits available for hiring uh, uh, veterans, so that's a benefit. And then something a little newer is that, um, you know, with the Affordable Care Act, you know, a lot of our clients are, are facing, uh, you know, some benefit costs that, that they've not been uh, used to in the past. And and a lot of times veterans uh, have access to uh, ongoing uh, health care benefits yes. uh, being a veteran. So, uh, you know, you... you uh, uh, you avoid uh, that cost as well. So there, there are a lot of, uh, really a lot of, as you start to dig into this, more and more positives come to the surface. And, you know, you said so many key points about why, is, is, why it's an advantage for businesses. The points that I picked up on, um, and uh, you mentioned it earlier, um, that once employees know that there is this kind of initiative within their company, um, they may value the company more. They may become more engaged and involved because they see the company doing good. And also, you get more community involvement as well. So is this something that you have seen happen where um, employee engagement has gone up or employee morale has gone up? We we have uh, we we did a project for a um, company in the uh, equipment uh, uh, management space uh, 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 logistics space and uh, they they felt that uh, a lot of their clients actually uh, were uh, military veterans and they didn't feel like they had 
uh, enough veterans on staff that, that could interact with, and, and they thought that was going to be a great way to take the business forward. And, and so we worked with them to create a, um, a um, uh, initiative to hire veterans into uh, sales and account management positions to uh, interact with their important clients. And, and I, I think they, uh, my sense is they, they, you know, while that was the strategic initiative, if you will, the main driver of it, mm-hmm. um, they, they really got the, the ancillary benefit of, uh, you know, just what you said, the, the uh, putting veterans back to work and demonstrating that, um, you know, it can be done and bring, and bring value to the business. Mm-hmm. And, and it really, I think it got the, the their organization uh, uh, excited about, uh, you know, they, they accomplished their strategic goal and they did something, uh, did something very good. Yes, and I think you brought up there is a business reason to do this um, and there is an employee reason to do this and a community reason to do this. So let's um, move on to um, talk a little bit about how can Snelling be a resource for businesses interested in creating a veterans initiative? Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think I, I use the term education on the uh, veteran or the candidate side, and, you know, I'll sort of use the same uh, terminology here. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think it's just one of those things that, and I, I've said it a couple of times, I think, uh, it, particularly for your mid-sized business and smaller business that, uh, you know, just doesn't have the internal resource to uh, get educated on this, you know, we, we really can serve in that capacity, really help them come up the learning curve very, very quickly, uh, and in doing that, gain a confidence level that, you know, they're not only can they, uh, with our help, hopefully, uh, or maybe that it even is the case they're going to set up uh, an organization on their own to do this over time, we can help with that as well, that, that they, they understand how to do it, and um, not only how to hire the candidate in the first place, uh, you know, do the sourcing, do the interviewing, uh, you know, do the translation of the skill set so that when they write a job description, it's attractive to a military person and, and it really helps them, the, the candidate, make that translation. Uh, you know, we can help them with all that kind of setup. And, and then as a, as a process, pers- uh, from a process perspective, you know, just the interviewing and, um, you know, getting the candidate comfortable, building that trust. Um, mm-hmm. It's very important to veterans uh, to, to know what they're, what they're getting into. And then ultimately, you know, may, maybe it turns out that that's a, what I might refer to as a try-before-you-buy scenario that's better for the, the company and the candidate. So if that's appropriate, we can help them set that up. And then I think the helping them through the onboarding process because, you know that's really the key aspect of this. Um, uh, we, we've we've had many companies come and say, you know what, I, I I wanted to do this. I put a lot of effort into it. I got educated. I did all the right things, but the people don't stay. You know, I, I I've hired them and they're great mm-hmm. people, but they don't stay. And and what we find is that somewhere in that onboarding process. Um, you know, there's been a disconnect, and and uh, you know, one of the things we we talk to our clients about is, you know, creating a mentoring program. So find another veteran that's on staff uh, that that can uh, just mentor the person during the first three to six months and get them acclimated, and you know, they'll they'll uh, you know, they'll expect certain things having been in the military about structure and so forth, and right. having a mentor like that can help them uh, bridge those gaps. And, and, you know, um, I think there are 
probably other ways that you can help in creating um, companies with a veterans initiative. Uh, but I think the most important thing is that uh, the companies see the value of of doing this and to see that uh, the the veterans can play a very important role um, in in their organization. So is there anything, you know, one last thing before you go or we go to break that you would like to say about, you know, Snelling being a resource for business? I, I, you know, the the one thing I point to is, uh, you know, like a lot of things uh, in today's fast-paced world, you know, this whole area changes, uh, uh, you know, daily, and, you know, uh, the 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 location of these candidates shifts a bit. You know, we have, uh, you know, the Navy might be bringing back a group of people to a particular uh, uh, base. Uh, you know, and, and we, we've got our recruiters out in the field. Uh, we've got some relationships with organizations that help veterans find jobs. And through that, we're able to access a lot of those candidates, you know, where they are and do some of that upfront work mm-hmm. to prepare them to be ready to, to engage with a prospective employer. And, and so I, I think that's a key thing that, uh, you know, uh, our, our clients are able to plug into that ongoing network and that knowledge base and not have to have to resource for that uh, themselves. Uh, you know, they may have a recruiter on staff that's a great recruiter, uh, but they typically aren't going to have the time and, and, frankly, the skill set to be educated and, and current on uh, the latest on the military side. So, you know, we, we can really we can create that bridge to uh, that military world and, and help them feel comfortable. And, and ultimately, you know, the bottom line is, you know, Get, get a position filled and get somebody productive on staff that's going to stick and be a great cultural fit, uh, you know, we, we really can help handhold through that entire process. And, you know, I, I like the phrase, the bridge to the military world. That's what you're trying to help employers um, and, and be a resource for. So it is time for a short break on the business edge. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. And my guest is David Allen. And when he comes back, he is going to do two things. He is going to talk about um, what, you, you know, the two or three things or four things that he wants you to remember, the, key, the keepers from this uh, interview, as well as as to say how you can contact him and how you can contact Snelling. So, stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. 
There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you heard the great news? Snelling has been awarded Best of Staffing by both clients and candidates for their remarkable service, an achievement less than 1% of all workforce solutions companies can claim. Simply put, Snelling's satisfaction scores are more than double the industry average. We call it People Plus, and you'll understand why when you visit our webpage at www.snelling.com. That's www.snelling.com. S-N-E-L-L-I-N-G.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at SmartMovesCoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is David Allen, President and CEO of Snelling and valued sponsor of The Business Edge. And he's been giving us such great insights into... um, transitioning military veterans into the civilian workforce, both from the veterans, what the veterans need to do, and what the employers need to do. So, David, um, I'd like you to just sort of summarize, what would you like the audience to remember about hiring military veterans? What are what I call the three or two, three or four keepers that they should know? Great. Uh, so what, what I would say is, uh, you know, I think we all have uh, a responsibility, and the great news here is that that comes with a, a tremendous upside to it, and that is to just help our veterans be comfortable that and, and you know, um, help them understand that, you know, being a veteran is a positive thing positive thing. I think uh, a lot of times they start out with a mindset that, eh, this is going to be tough. They hear about the high levels <laughs> of unemployment among veterans, and, and they translate that into, wow, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be uh, valued, and sometimes they don't even want to talk about their veterans' background. So I think we all can, can uh, you know, you said you met a person the other day and had a conversation about, uh, you know, them transitioning. I think we, we just just can all help them be comfortable that uh, we're, we're here trying to help. So I think just keeping that general uh, uh, mindset uh, um, in mind is, is great. Uh, and then I, I think that, that um, you know, leads into, you know, just, uh, you know, starting with this show perhaps, uh, become more educated on, uh, mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. you know, how to translate, uh, you know, the few things that you can do to make it easier on the veteran, you know, translate your job descriptions into language that maybe is a little more friendly to the veteran. And, you know, I mentioned some, some uh, a couple, a number of examples uh, in, in, you know, uh, 
one of the terms that you hear on the military side is a, is a military occupational specialty, yes. MOS or MOS. Um, there are some tools out there that translate. So you might get a resume from a veteran, and they may they may not have had some help from uh, you know a Snelling and how to translate the resume. And it may say you know I'm an MOS whatever. And there are some translators out on the internet, a number of them, where you can go actually plug that MOS code in, and it'll tell you, it'll translate it for you into uh, civilian speak, if you will. And and so there's an example where we, we might have to do a little extra step to help a veteran, uh, you know, translate a resume uh, into something that we can understand, but it's, it's mm-hmm. really worth it. I think if you go to those extra few steps and make that little bit of an extra investment, uh, you're going to get a great, great employee out of it. Uh, and, and uh, with that said, you know, a couple of more specific uh, tips I'll just share, you know, uh, as you're going through the process of, of uh, bringing on uh, veterans, you know, I think it's, it's they're, they're used to having very, very clear uh, responsibilities, meaning mm-hmm. they want to understand what's expected of them. So I think uh, as you write your job descriptions, as you talk to them as prospective candidates, and then once they come on board, when you're providing the orientation or maybe it's some detailed training, you know, I think it's good to sort of keep those things in mind. They're not going to be uh, as comfortable with ambiguity as the general population. And, and I think just thinking about those things uh, helps out and, and just being a little bit sensitive to it. And, and you know, I mentioned the mentoring program. I think that that is one thing that would help, uh, uh, help them work through uh, some of these challenges. Um, and so, you know... You know- David, you know, you've given three or four, and I want to give you enough time to, because I know you have a lot more um, uh, hints and uh, and suggestions, but how about you just tell the the listeners uh, uh, how to contact you and what you need to know, what, you know, to, to find out more from you, okay? Great. Uh, That's perfect. Thanks for that opportunity, Uh, you know, I, I think I mentioned we work across industries. Uh, we rock, work across skill sets, uh, skilled trades, professional, medical, IT. You know, somewhere in our network, we have professionals that focus on, on your area of need. And, and we're all about the right fit, uh, uh, creating that, whether it's with a veteran or not, creating that great fit uh, for the long term. Um, and if you'd like to learn more about uh, veterans, there's some veterans uh, information specifically on our website and also general information on uh, how we can help at uh, www.snelling.com. Well, thank you so much, David. I have learned um, um, it, I've learned a great deal from you. And as I was telling uh, David during the break, um, I really, I really resonate, and I think the listeners will resonate with this program because um, you're doing good. Companies are doing good. Of course, companies want to make a profit, but they're doing good, and Snelling is doing good. So I want to thank you so much, David, and uh, look forward to talking to you again. Um, so let's get into next week's program. It is Five Strategies for Creating Order Productivity in Your Business. Uh, do you find you're constantly fighting fires in your daily business? Well, business owners often are weary and worn out. They may be unaware of simple systems that can add value to their business and create peace of mind for themselves and their teams. My guest, Karen Logan, productivity specialist and author of the new book uh, called Structured for Success, will share solutions that are made to order for her business owners who are ready to grow and be more productive. 
So tune in Wednesday, October 22nd, 11 Pacific, 2 Eastern. Now, here's your Smart Moves tip. Business growth is all about people. It's your people who help you execute the plan and achieve the goals that will determine whether and how fast the company will grow. Find and hire awesome people, i.e. veterans that have, are returning and want to, and want to do uh, a great job. Uh, just don't settle for warm bodies. Reward high performance, performers who share your goals and values. Get rid of those who don't. Create opportunities for employees to grow and develop and let them know how much you need and value them. Do you want to rev up your talent growth engine? Uh, attract and retain top talent, then contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world, those who make it happen, those who let it happen, and those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. As a Smart Moves coach, let me show you how. Remember, good intentions, even with a good plan, don't magically lead to good results. What does is focused action, alignment, and accountability. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Zada, your Smart Moves coach and speaker who help entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. Innovate, improve, ignite, or die. Make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.